Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. I'm your host, Momo, and today we're talking about Leon the Professional. Yeah, I'm going by Momo now. That's just easier for me. Everybody calls me Momo, so I figured it works. It sounds better. Rolls off the tongue. But I mentioned before that me and my friends have a movie wheel that we spin, and that decides the movie that we watch. We upkeep this wheel with a religious fervor. We almost always listen to what it has to say, unless one of us vetoes the movie and goes, nah, I'm not watching this one. And then it's like, okay, well, we're not going to watch this one. We'll watch something else. I probably would have said that if I knew what Leon the Professional was about. Like, I knew what it was about, but what it entailed, what it contained. The movie itself starts in an interesting enough way. You get this guy, and he's an assassin. And I'm like, hell yeah, we got assassins. Like, I, we had just seen Drive recently also. And I was like, I'd love a movie that's like Drive, another movie like that. Uh, so I was excited for this. And then it starts with a pan up of a young girl that goes from her feet all the way up her body. And I thought that was weird. I was like, that was a strange shot. And I thought it was strange enough that I took a note of it in my notes. I wrote that down. I was like, that's a weird shot to film. Little did I know that was just the the tip of the iceberg. I didn't even get into the other shit in this movie that made me go, what? What the fuck am I watching? Multiple times in the movie, I grabbed the sides of my head and went, I do not want to be watching this. (laughs) This movie is peak uncomfort. So there was like a raid on the little girl's house and Leon kind of just watched it happen because it's not his business, I suppose. But when the raid itself is happening, that's a cool part, right? Like these cops are running up in the apartment. It's brutal. There's a shotgun scene where the, I believe the director's real life girlfriend. Yeah, yikes gets shot in the face and it is brutal these special effects are really cool and also oh my god what did i just see i saw like a teenager's brains get blown out of the back of her head again the director's girlfriend and again yikes and again i didn't know that before i was watching it or else i would have felt even more uncomfortable i'd have been like good i'm glad that he had the guts (laughs) to pull the trigger and take out his girlfriend the director the director likes him young and it is very obvious the way this movie is shot and the way the i can't even remember who this girl is because i am i am uh, like blurring her out in my head every time i think about her i'm looking at the ratings of the movie uh, cause I went up to find out who was the girl in the movie because I, like I said, she was, she felt, she made me feel so uncomfortable that when I think about the movie in my head, she is a blurred out person. <laughs> it's Natalie Portman. Oh my God. Poor Natalie Portman. When you hear the Natalie rap on SNL, you understand now. <laughs> I feel so bad for child actors. And this is one of the worst cases in like Hollywood. So yeah, Natalie Portman is in this movie as a kid. By the way, IMDb said this movie is four stars. It gets 8.5 out of 10. And I'm like, how can you get past? I don't want you to back away and be like, I don't know if this review is for me. I'm I'm a little squicked out. I need somebody to be squicked out with. Hold hands with me. So parts of the movie that aren't really gross are actually decent. Like the scene where they raid Natalie Portman's house and, and shoot the director's girlfriend. Great scene. You don't get that much of that in this movie. And I was like, where the fuck is the cool action? It's called Leon the Professional. Where we get him being a professional, goddammit. We do, I think, get one scene of him teach. We get a, a very short, like, montage of him teaching Natalie Portman how to be an assassin herself. Because she's like, look, if, if I want to hire you to take those motherfuckers out. And he's like, no. She, she comes on to him a lot, which is the uncomfortable part in this movie. If you wanted to know. Let me, uh... 
take the hands away from your eyes and just kind of say it. Natalie Portman's character comes on to Leon a lot, and Leon has to constantly tell her, knock it the fuck off. Uh, and that was at the behest of the actor. That was something that Jean Reno, I know he's French, uh, and so it's not Jean, Jean it's Jean, uh, I think it's Jean, Renault put up a couple fights and didn't let certain things happen. Also, Natalie Portman's parents also said, hey, there's some certain things in this script that are way overboard. We are not letting Natalie do that. And imagine the shit she would have had to go through after the movie came out, like with creepy, cre- creepy guys that think that she's into that kind of thing. Oh my God. But like I said, meat and potatoes in the movie is fine. The idea is cool. Like the idea of a lone wolf and cub assassin duo that's awesome. That's pretty much what you get out of Kick-Ass and Hit-Girl and her dad, right? That's what I wanted this movie to be. And it was that for like 10 minutes. That little montage was so short. And I was like, why is it more of the movie this? Why didn't she just... If I if I directed this movie, I would have had the little girl go to Leon, be like, look, I want to hire you, and him say Yes you can hire me but not to kill people for you but to teach you how to kill then you get a a longer montage of her teaching him and then maybe him taking her on some jobs her eventually taking out the bad guy herself because you took away her like coolness once you had her fail the mission to get revenge for her parents and i i get it it's more realistic this way but i didn't come to this movie for realistic if i came to this movie for realistic you know, Leon would have fucking kicked this kid out of his house and moved on with his life is, is what I would have done if I wanted realistic. She fails her attempt at an assassination and it's lame. That shit, that shit pissed me off. I was like, wait, so she doesn't even get her own revenge. She has to actually, Leon has to do it for her. What was the fucking point of him teaching her? Like, I understand that maybe she fails the first time, but let her have a second time where she is the one that does the damn thing instead of Leon dying himself. And Natalie Portman having to, you know, we see Natalie Portman take the plant or whatever and do stuff. There was supposed to be a sequel to this movie where she grows up and gets revenge. But this movie just leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth because of the fucking how gross it is. And because it doesn't give you anything that you want. You go to a restaurant and you're expecting a delicious meal. And they come out and they bring you a child beauty pageant. That's a, that's the entertainment while you try to eat your meal. And then the meal's not even what you want. You ordered lobster and they bring you crayfish. And you're like, this is not even what I want. I don't have a taste for this. I want big fat lobster. I paid the money for it, which is my time. Give me the fucking cool movie that I, I'm imagining in my head. And not this weird, uncomfortable one with the child beauty pageant going on on the side. The way they portrayed Natalie Portman, this movie was irresponsible to make. If it was just a movie about Leon, the professional, in a, in a, that was another movie that was planned that was just supposed to be a movie about Leon being really cool. That would have been badass. Like, have Leon being really cool. This is what I would have done if I did these movies. Have the first movie, Leon murder some motherfuckers. He's cool. He's badass. He's fucking Jason Statham-esque whipping ass. Then the second movie... The whole thing happens with this kid. He gets attached to this kid like a daughter, like a daughter. Like, I can't leave this poor child out here in this in the wilderness. And the child knows how to stay in a child's place. And I get that this kid grew up in a really shitty household, the Natalie Portman character. And so she has a different uh, relationship to older people, older men than like Leon the professional is comfortable with. But I don't care about that. I don't like that. Get that out of here. 
<laughs> it should have been a father-daughter relationship in the same way that I was watching. If you have a plan on watching um, Samurai Jack, the new one, it's fantastic. But the romance is a little bit, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, everything else about the new Samurai Jack is fantastic. And it does the same thing in this movie. Yeah, and if you haven't caught on to what I mean yet by this movie is uncomfortable, yes, I said romance. Um, there was supposed to be a sex scene in this movie between Natalie Portman and Jean Reno, but he was like, him and the parents were like, absolutely not. And there was a scene where she's supposed to kiss him, but I think he like pushes her off of him. And I think that was ad lib. That was part of the film. That was part of like him going, no, I don't, this is not, no. But that's just what I remember from reading the trivia like months ago. I really should do the movie once more often, which is what the plan is. I will, if I'm going to rate this movie from one to 10, I'm giving this movie a five. It had potential. There was a couple scenes that were really fucking cool. I thought that the scene where they, every time they get like ejected from a house they're living in, they walk in, they walk away with this plant. Thought that was funny. The relationship between Natalie Portman and Jean is really, and Leon rather, it's really uncomfortable. And it really like makes you look away the whole movie. I was looking away and practically screaming the whole movie. Like, oh no, here it comes. And then it, it was like a wave of bullshit <laughs> that washed over me. And that's Leon the Professional. If you can help yourself, do not go out of your way to watch it. Just use this review or find another review on YouTube. If you don't believe me or trust my opinion, <laughs> find another review on YouTube. I trust uh, Half in the Bag and Double Toasted. If they, if one of them have done a review on this movie as well, watch it, listen to them, see what I mean, and stay away from this one. You know, you don't need it. You don't need the. You don't need it in your life, honestly. You just, you don't need it. We didn't need it, but we got it. And oh boy, if you think this was a treat, but um, how some housekeeping real quick. The format has changed. We're gonna do movies once a week. We're gonna do anime weekends, and we're gonna do what's happening with Pappy. And that'll happen probably on Mondays. Movie reviews will probably be on Wednesdays, and Fridays is probably when you get your anime reviews. The anime reviews are gonna come out differently. What how that's gonna go is. I'm going to watch anime during the week and then talk about all of it in one longer podcast because I know long form content is very popular. So new year, new me, new name, new format. Let's go. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. It'll mean the world to me.